hey there, friend. We're so glad you could join us. Here we like to highlight the best of humanity while offering a dose of positivity to hopefully brighten your day. But more importantly, we want you to know whatever you're going through, whatever you're feeling, you're not alone. We're here to stand with you. I'm Chuck Rendon. And I'm Amy Nalawai. And this is A World of Hopes. Well, Amy, it's uh, time for one of my favorite things again, Cinespark. I feel like we haven't done one of these in a while, so I'm, I'm pretty excited. Yeah, it's been a while, and I think uh, I think you picked a fun one for <laughs> this episode. This Dude, this movie, it's just low-key, like, kind of a guilty pleasure film for me. You know, I, 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 just, I just like it. It's one of those, again, I, I throw it on, and it just puts a smile on my face like it's super nostalgic for me because I, I of course caught it when it was first released and i've you know watch it every year at least yeah it, it seems like a great summer movie for me like it's kind of mm. it deals with like a road trip so it kind of feels, mm-hmm. has like summer vibes yeah i can see that and you know as a kid it's all about kind of summer vacation from school and you know kind of remembering like how great that was when there was actually a reason to look forward to summer <laughs> <laughs> But so the movie we're going to talk about this week is a goofy movie from Disney. It was released in 1995. The synopsis on Disney Plus uh, reads, Goofy has a hilarious cross-country road trip in store for his teenage son, Max. En route to the old fishing hole to get in some father-son bonding time, they find themselves up to their floppy ears in misadventure. Will Max learn there's nothing wrong with taking after dear old dad, even if he is a little goofy? (laughs) Pun intended. Right. And and of course, if you have not seen a goofy movie, this is your cue. If you haven't seen it and you want to go in completely clean, turn us off now. Come back after you've watched the film and then enjoy the conversation. Okay. So, confession. And no judgment, please. This is a judgment-free zone. Um, I watched this movie for the first time. <laughs> that still never, amazes me. But no, no judgment. But yeah. Okay. okay. Um, but <laughs> but I will say that um, you know having uh, a, a great love for Goofy. We are birthday buddies. I feel like Goofy and I are soulmates. We're kindred spirits. Yeah. Yes, yeah. we are. <laughs> And I've, you know, I've, I've seen Max and Goofy in the parks and, and always thought, oh, look, it's Max. He's so cute. (laughs) But this movie gave me, um, a little more background and, and, and a little, a solid foundation for who Max and Goofy are. And it gave me an appreciation for Goofy. Well, let me ask, did did you watch Goof Troop as a kid? I was just going to say you're going to make fun of me again because I I discovered that Goof Troop came before Goofy Movie. Okay. So, yeah, no, I haven't seen that one either. So, backtrack at that. Are you sure you're a Goofy fan? (laughs) Yes. Just shush. <laughs> so your Stop. your first experience though with Max then was at the theme parks. Is that your yeah where you first yeah. saw him? That was yeah okay. Mm-hmm. You know, and in the theme parks, he can't like tell you his life story or anything. <laughs> True. He just 
smiles and waves and okay well then this is this is interesting and so you're you came into goofy movie completely fresh not knowing yes. anything about anything with max or anything so yes yeah i'm curious then what what was your opinion of the film so i definitely did uh i i, I identified um a lot with max and kind oh, of where he was okay he wants to be himself, right? He doesn't, he, spoiler alert, you know, you were given the warning. Um, how it starts where he's having the nightmare, where he's becoming yeah. his dad. Which like is pretty physically. intense, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> if you could ever make Goofy scary for a second, like, <laughs> that that scene was interesting. Yes. Yeah. So, but it made me laugh, and it made me laugh because it was relatable. Right. Well, I think especially as teenagers, man, that's something we certainly can all relate to. Like, yes, we don't yes, want to yes. turn into our parents. <laughs> so that was that was one of those things. Like, it made me flash back to the teenage years okay. and kind of like how I felt in in that same season. And then you know, you mentioned that it brings a lot of nostalgia for you. For me, the nostalgic vibes it totally took me back to the early '90s because. Of Max's friend, uh, is his name Bobby? Bobby, yeah. And and Bobby is voiced by none other than Polly Shore. Right. Well, total 90s, yeah. Yes, exactly. For me, he was the sidekick in like all these 90 movies. And so... I love the Leaning Tower of Cheese. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> there were all of these moments where I was like, oh my gosh, this is almost an exact line from a Polly Shore movie. Oh yeah, yeah. No, um, it's, it's completely Polly Shore. Like yes, you can't like, unhear it. Yeah, it's Polly yes. Shore. <laughs> there were so many of those moments that made me laugh and that I enjoyed. But, uh, you know, overall... I, I can I can walk away there as an adult watching it. There were some cheese ball moments. Not gonna lie, especially like the opening song. Little little cheesy, little cheesy for me. And I'm <laughs> I'm a musical girl, so um, that's a hard confession to admit to. But um, all in all, um, kind of the 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 theme of the movie seeing Max and Goofy's relationship as father and son and how that develops and I don't know, kind of seeing a grown up side to Goofy, if that's possible. And just the love that he has for his kid. Right. <laughs> um, and then the adventure that they have together. Um, the fact that he, you know, first of all, went to all this trouble just to spend time with him and, and then to end up doing the thing that Max really wanted to do. It was a sweet story that I appreciated. It definitely took me back to the early 90s, which I appreciated. And I also, I just thought it was a sweet ending. I thought that, you know, so Max does all these things because he likes this girl and he wants to impress her. Sure. Which, you know, is again, something I think most of us can relate to, especially as teenagers. You know, it's interesting, though, that you you mentioned how you uh, relate to Max. And, you know, it's it's funny. So from my perspective, obviously, I watched it when it first came out in 95. I was a teenager myself. And so, of course, I completely, completely uh, sided with Max. Like, I related with him. I, understand, I understood where he was coming from, uh, especially, you know, as a teen, like, you can be embarrassed by your parents, right? And you're just... <laughs> trying to like play, be cool and not right. necessarily be yourself, but you're trying to amp yourself up to like the nth degree. So everybody just thinks you're have this amazing life or whatever. I think we can all relate to that, right? We're, we're trying to live beyond ourselves and we're a little bit 
embarrassed by <laughs> the actual situation. But what's funny though is watching it as an adult now, like I can actually relate more to Goofy. <laughs> like I can see, <laughs> uh, and it's not because I have a, a kid, because obviously I don't have any little kids or, or big kids or any kids really. <laughs> so <laughs> not really from that standpoint, but I can understand where he's coming from because, you know, mm-hmm. at the passing of time, like relationships, they change, they evolve. You you can feel sometimes like people that you're close to, like they're like slipping away or, or you feel like you're being forgotten about, right? There's like that worry that, uh, especially like watching it today, you know, uh, having just traversed like a couple states. Now I live in Idaho versus California where, you know, I left a lot of friends behind there. Yeah, I can kind of relate to like this feeling that, hey, life has passed me by. Like the people I care about are like mm-hmm. passing me by. Like they're going to forget about me. I want to make sure mm-hmm. like they remember me. And so I, like from that standpoint, I can relate to Goofy. <laughs> like it, it, you know, because he's all about like, well, Max is like moving on without me. Like I just want to be part of your life. <laughs> right. I think that's kind of a human emotion uh, that I I think the older we get and as we, you know, life changes, I think that's something that we can relate to, certainly with me. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and so I think it's an interesting film in that way. It's, It's one of those things that it kind of grows with you. If you watch it when you're younger, you can kind of see, you know, things from Max's point of view as you get older, you start seeing it from Goofy's point of view and it's like almost a whole new movie, <laughs> like in a way, mm. uh, yeah, in terms of, you know, that. just your emotions and, and what you're taking away from it. So I think that's for me, that that's why I've always enjoyed it. It's a, it's a film that I can see, you know, growth in myself and, and just how like I perceive my surroundings, you know, and, and ultimately too, like, I, I think like the conclusion Max comes to at the end of this film is like, Hey, it's okay to embrace like, the goofiness, like literally <laughs> of, my, of the family and who I am. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and that actually like even Roxanne, like the girl, like he was obsessed with, you, you know, there's a few key points in the film where, you know, he does the goofy laugh and she like thinks it's like cute. And, you know, so like these things that he's worried about, like she actually likes, you know, mm-hmm. and then at the end she yeah. meets goofy. And of course, like, you know, it's, it's just a nice little ending there. And, and, and I think ultimately, you know, Max learned that, Hey, it's cool to, be myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also like, it's cool to let the people I care about be themselves. And in that way, like our relationships can grow even stronger. Yeah. I also appreciated that, that Goofy was honest with Roxanne about everything. Like, yeah, the trip really wasn't <laughs> like, we don't really know power line. <laughs> like, right, right, right. Yeah. 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 No, that, that was a nice moment. Cause he, he could have totally just, uh, rode that and like, Hey, yeah, I do know power line. You saw me on TV. Yeah. Well, yeah. It looks (laughs) like it did. It did technically all work out. Yeah. By the way, like, you know, I, I absolutely love like Goofy's introduction to Roxanne. You know, how he's just standing in front of the car and of course the car (laughs) blows up (laughs) Yep. (laughs) and he falls through the roof. A perfect Goofy moment. That's that's a perfect Goofy introduction. Yeah. So outside of, you know, we already referenced like Goofy and Max. Were there any other characters? Well, and you also brought up Bobby. Were there any other characters or situations that really stood out to you or that you found particularly humorous or memorable? Well, uh, uh, aside from Bobby, who, as I mentioned, like he was a really fun character <laughs> for me. Right. Um, 
I, I guess there were several other moments, but if I had to narrow it down to one, um, in the beginning, when Max is quote unquote being a troublemaker, so to speak, and gets in trouble at school, mm-hmm. um, I was just amused uh, at the principal who was voiced by none other than Wallace Shawn. Yeah, great, great voice casting. Yes, he, I mean, he just has a great voice. And again, nostalgia for me, because one of my favorite movies is The Princess Bride. Inconceivable. Inconceivable. Right. Yeah. So now that I'm uh, intrigued by the uh, voice acting world, Right now, um, I, I just, it's kind of fun to listen to the voices and to hear what they do with these characters. I could see that, yeah. And so it was just really fun to, to recognize his voice, you know. I mean, Bill Farmer and Jim Cummings, I mean, those are voices that are standout voices that I, you know, have been around for a while and they're sure. always fun to hear and, you know. But um, to, to hear, you know, Someone who has a voice that's very distinct, also very distinct, but in a different way. I had never heard him in this kind of a role. Um, so it was just fun. It was fun to hear him. And I could totally <laughs> picture him. Was he a principal in another movie? Yeah, he might have been. He definitely gives off principal vibes. So, <laughs> Yeah. I'm trying to think of why I'm having a flashback to like, yeah, it's like a deja vu moment. Anyways. <laughs> For sure, and thought that was really fun. It, it was very interesting, also, to kind of see Pete. Okay, his his dynamic with Goofy. Right. Yeah, it was just it was different. It was different, and uh, and I enjoyed it. So, um, if I had to pick another character, it would probably be Powerline himself because <laughs> that was that was a pretty like rocking costume that he wore his little, like it was on a space suit like i don't yeah, even know yeah it, and that definitely felt 90s as well very yes. very much oh, so for sure yeah. for sure i like that yeah i think for me you know uh, well there's two scenes that really come to mind Num- number one is when <laughs> they go to uh lester's possum park oh gosh <laughs> First off, I love the Lester Possums show. It just reminds me of like old school, like Chuck E. Cheese or something like where these like clearly these animatronics like are not being well kept. <laughs> just, Creepy old robots. Exactly. It's just hilarious. Uh, but also like just how, uh, you know, Max completely like freaks <laughs> and everybody's just calling him like a dork, like mm-hmm. dork and dork junior, you know, and that's like his worst fear. <laughs> and, and, you know, you just feel like his anxiety in the moment and just everybody like making fun of him. Uh, even though in reality, like is a bunch of strangers, like really who cares? Yeah. I, I just love that scene because it reminds me, uh, it just makes me like think back to when I would go on road trips with my own family. Cause Lester's possum park, that's totally someplace that my dad would want to go. Cause he was all <laughs> about like these like roadside attraction type things. Mm-hmm. So it just reminds me of like going on road trips with my, my folks. Cause I'm like, yeah, if the Lester's possum park was real, we probably would have visited it. <laughs> So, uh, the other scene I love is the, uh, the scene with Bigfoot. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Bigfoot. <laughs> Where Bigfoot puts the underwear on. <laughs> you seem like <laughs> dancing and, oh my gosh, dude. Like only, uh, only Goofy would find himself, you know, 
<laughs> stuck in such a situation. Uh, and then, of course, the tender moment with the high dad soup, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just it was just a fun scene. But <laughs> uh, the Lester's Possum Park, I think that's the one that mostly stood out to me just because, yeah, it, it just reminded me of something that my own family would do. All right. So we talked about uh, some of our favorite scenes, characters and interactions. Uh, so what about the music? I know you said the uh, the first song after today didn't quite do it for you. It was a little cheesy. <laughs> uh, but did it, did any of the other songs hit? Did you did you enjoy anything else? I mean, the, they saved the best for last because uh, eye to eye for sure was like the perfect 90s jam. Like <laughs> it was it was great. Yeah, it was. It, it totally is 90s and it, it's definitely the showstopper, like for yeah. sure. You know, Super it's kind of catchy. the big number. Yeah. Super catchy. Like the hook is strong. It gets stuck in your head. It is. And- <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that was that was a great way to to kind of end end the movie with that one for sure. And then, you know, uh to bring to bring in the vocal talents of Tevin Campbell. Like that was that was a brilliant move. Yeah, it was also like really big in the nineties. So that was yeah, yeah definitely. It was a perfect choice. Definitely um, a good choice, yeah. Yeah, so that was fun. And and it made me want to, you know, put on a pair of British Knights <laughs> with scrunchy socks. Oh, well, there's a look, yeah. Bright neon colors, the side ponytail, and dance. Like, it was just, yeah. It's definitely a toe tapper. Like, you, you want to get up and move. And... You know, it's it's the perfect song to end it with, like you said. I, I like it because there's like a deeper meaning to it, too, if you want to take it there with, in, in terms of the lyrics. About, yeah. You know, if we listen to each other's hearts and, you know, we're, we're never too far apart. Like, basically, you know, if we just take the time to empathize with other people and just see where they're coming from and, you know, just throw out love there, we can be on the same page. And, you know, a lot of conflicts that arise, like, aren't necessarily necessary right uh you know if, if we just take the time to show a little compassion right and empathize yeah, just and try to understand the other person's perspective yeah, yeah. yeah. It, and then of course from the movie standpoint it was the perfect culmination for goofy and max because that's basically where they arrived at right like they were seeing mm-hmm. eye to eye like max like realized that you know uh that uh goofy just was goofy and he cared about him and he loved him. And, and, you know, so like he, he allowed himself to accept, embrace that. And yeah, they they were on the same page and they were both better off for it. Right. For listening to their heart. Definitely. And so there you have it, a goofy movie. Amy's a very first time watching it. My, (laughs) who knows how many times at this point (laughs) 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 I've seen it, uh, more than once. Let's just say that. There you go. Okay. Uh, you know, another fun tidbit, though, before we go is, you know, the big uh, destination for Goofy, right? They're going to Lake Destiny to go fishing. And this fictional Lake Destiny actually is in Idaho in the film. Oh. So Because you see that big moment, that pivotal moment where, you know, Max has changed the, na- <laughs> go the right map. Go right left. <laughs> right or left to Idaho or to Hollywood <laughs> where, you know. <laughs> and I was just like. Dude, Idaho's on the map. Lake Destiny. Oh, wow. That's so, funny. Yeah. 
Uh, but anyway, so a goofy movie, definitely a, a fun watch. I, I think there is a lot of hope to be drawn from it. I like it because it displays Goofy in a little bit different way. We see a lot of heart with him and his son. And I think you walk away with a, a, a better appreciation for the character of Goofy, in my opinion. Mm, I agree. All right. Well, I think that about does it for this episode. If you enjoyed your time with us, and I'm sure you did, the best way to ensure you never miss a conversation is to subscribe and follow the podcast. You can find out how to do that at worldofhopes.com. <laughs> That's right. And we would love to connect with you in between episodes on our Instagram. You can find us at AWO Hopes. And don't forget to tag us in any stories of hope that you find. Share your experiences of hope and positivity with us as well. We'd love to connect with you. And with that, don't forget to spread a little bit of hope in your corner of the world. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Take care. We'll talk with you soon. Bye. Amy couldn't be here, but she sent her robot counterpart in her place. Hello. Yeah, not still robot. <laughs> I just shook the microphone like that was going to help. Well, you never know. <laughs> robot Amy's back. <laughs> I am here to destroy your podcast. Destroy. Destroy. Terminate. Terminate. Terminate podcast. End of line. No more.